eliminate breath. I pull the sun from the sky to freeze the future of time and drift as one through the Hello and welcome to another edition of Starship Geek. We are talking about Edge Runners, Episode 8, entitled Stay. Director Evans meets with a female. She asks if she can go home because her son was just accepted into the Academy. He is a complete dick about it and asks her to go get a sample. She returns to find him dead. David is holding his head, but then he turns around and proceeds to kill the nurse. He returns to Kiwi and Becca. He tells Kiwi he uh, lost her for a bit there, as Becca drops her ass onto the seat next to them. They proceed to take off, leaving the Arasaka facility. A woman talks to the man in Arasaka, and she says that the netrunner who attacked Evans likely killed two other men of theirs. She says that the facility was that was hit was Militech Anti-Measures on file, and he likely hired a netrunner. They both decide to take another route to find the netrunner. They chose. They choose Faraday as a way to set up a trap. A car rolls up in front of Faraday's limo, and some men open fire on it. Faraday is able to blow away all of the would-be assassins. He then meets with Militech. They refuse to give him protection, and since Faraday hasn't gotten any data from Tanaka, he is running out of time to reduce. So Faraday calls Arasaka. I'm not. I'm okay with this uh, showing us that Faraday is going to turn on them. Because otherwise it would have sort of come out of nowhere. And it there's a good reason why he's turning on them, too. Like, once once we get the, the meeting with Militech where they're like, we're not going to pay you anything, buddy. You kind of knew that his next step was going to be. And obviously Arasaka knew what his next step was going to be because this was the whole point of this whole thing. David killing an innocent woman who was a nurse, much like his mother was. That's probably going to come up later, right? David is sitting around nude watching TV while Lucy's asleep in bed. They apparently just don't wear clothes when they're at home, which I'm not complaining. And I don't know if that's implied that they have sex, Lucy falls asleep, and David just can't sleep, so he gets up, or if they just never wear clothes at home and they just went to bed like normal. Lucy gets up and says she needs to, uh, to go back to sleep, and she notices David's hand shaking. Faraday meets with an Arasaka rep. They offer to pay Faraday and forgive the Tanaka death as long as Faraday can bring in Lucy and kill David and his crew. They still don't know Lucy is behind concealing the data, and Faraday says nobody knew about Tanaka and the cyberskeleton program. Kiwi gets a call from Lucy while they are both in their own ice baths. Kiwi tells her that David is going great as their leader. Kiwi says that David is always around moping, hoping for Lucy to come back. Lucy says that she has to deal with something first, and Kiwi says they need David's handler back. And then Faraday proceeds to meet with Kiwi. I do like the fact that there's at least a little bit of a relationship between Kiwi and Lucy, because they are both uh, in the same line of business of deep diving, and obviously Kiwi recruited Lucy into this. But... (laughs) If you're if you're looking for 
like something deeper on that. It seems like Lucy completely just didn't tell Kiwi anything about herself or didn't bother to really make any kind of inroads with her. She Kiwi knows Lucy and she was the first person to know Lucy before they got brought in and it still doesn't seem like they're friends. David and Becca are standing back to back firing with, into a bunch of people. And David turns to see someone cowering and he remembers the security uh, secretary he killed at the beginning of the episode. And he freezes, but Becca blows the guy away. Becca then keeps him in the air spinning with each round she fires. She snaps the fuck was that at him. David gets dropped out by Falco and Becca tells him to let her off too. Falco says looks like it's just an after party for two, but Kiwi says she needs to get dropped off as well. And of course we kind of know why. Becca runs up to David and asks if he will walk with her. She asks about David freezing today, and she says he's been doing that a lot lately. She tells him there's nobody she watches as close as she watches him. Becca tells him to go light in his chrome for a while, and she has his back. She doesn't want to see David end up like the guy who killed Pilar. This was, I guess, Becca's different approach, but also it seems like Becca has uh, true feelings for him. Because she is, she does see some of the signs. She she sees that David might be having problems with psychosis, and while we know that people who suffer from cyberpsychosis don't seem to want to go light on the chrome, or don't want to try to go light load for a while, and David seems to be no different. It's just pile another thing on. Lucy deep dives into another Arasak attack. And she gets annoyed that Arasaka is still running the program that she was a part of. Back home, David is still staring at the TV while Lucy sleeps. He then has a hallucination of killing the lab director. He then sees the nurse he killed. The woman reminds him of his mother, of course, and David collapses as Lucy finds him. So we've already reached the point where he's having hallucinations. Now, we've only got two episodes left after this, so... Which... I'm surprised that he is going to make two episodes because he's pretty far gone at this point. Ripper Doc says to lay off of it for a while, and then David attacks the Doc. Lucy stops David from killing the Doc, and Ripper Doc gives him nine times the recommended dose and says it will keep him for nine days. He tells David he won't ever be coming back to see him again. David tells Lucy not to tell the crew about what just happened. Lucy stops David and tells him that it's time to slow down. David says he can't scale back his cyber because Maine and his mother both had plans for him. David says he's special. He ain't normal. Lucy reminds him that he is still human. David says he killed someone who reminded him of his mother. She had a son who was about his age. This was the first time he killed an innocent person. He says that Lucy might be right, he's losing it. David says that when Maine died, he didn't expect Lucy to leave as well. He's not mad, he just wants Lucy to get out. Then he asks if she will return, but Lucy says she has something else to do but won't tell him. David asks if she doesn't trust him, and David says maybe they should just go their separate ways. Lucy yells this is not what she wants, but then feels someone access the date again and tells David she has to go. But she will see him at home. Lucy finds the net runner and goes to kill him, but instead finds that it's not him, but instead Faraday. And he fries her tech. Kiwi walks up and they gloat about landing Lucy. You can't really blame David here. 
David has been pretty open about his past. And even though Lucy opened up to him about her being raised in an Arasaka facility, she continues to just say, I've got something to take care of. She won't tell him what it is. She keeps disappearing at random times. Like, it makes sense for him to not feel like the relationship is reciprocal. So he, you know, tries to break up with her because it seems like she's really pushing him away as much as she can. So now she does say, of course, she doesn't want that. And she says that she'll see him at home before she gets taken. But I guess we'll have to see. I mean, David loves her. And once she doesn't come home, he's going to know something is up. But um, this is the kind of issue with Kiwi not being friends with Lucy is that like Lucy shouldn't have trusted her. And we see what happens here. Like, they use Kiwi in order to take her down. Now, what this means for the group afterwards, I don't know if they have offered anything to Kiwi in order to get her over to their side. But, you know, Faraday turning evil, he didn't really turn evil because he's always been kind of a shady character. So, we are now setting up for the finale. We've got two episodes left to go. And this one uh, was good, but it was sort of a big setup episode, obviously. We have David's further dive into cyberpsychosis. And him uh, sort of, again, seeing that uh, anybody that deals with it, they can't seem to put it down. They can't seem to stop on their own. And you have to feel like, Maybe there was something more that Lucy could do, but she is so preoccupied with her own thing right now and trying to make sure that the data doesn't get out that David was a test subject, that she's kind of sacrificing their relationship with with him. So, I don't know. But we are down to David, Lucy, and Rebecca, and Falco as the only people left in the crew now, uh, since obviously Kiwi is turning her back on them. So we'll see what happens with them, but I'm not uh, not too hopeful that Kiwi's going to get out of this alive. Uh, Faraday, I don't know. You know, he he seems like the guy that is sort of the end boss of this, but we'll kind of have to see what happens with it. But that is episode eight of Cyberpunk Edge Runners, and I appreciate you guys listening, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye bye. <laughs>